if a society wants to understand what its future is going to be, look at its children. Are they thriving? Are they healthy? The teens in our current American society are not. They are anxious, depressed, and the negative impact on their mental strength is steadily increasing. Why that may be, I'm sure, is due to a myriad of factors. But from what I hear from teenagers, many of them are aware of the world's problems, but lack the fundamental tools and skills to cope with them. If kids aren't showing up in the way that we may want them to, then maybe we should be asking, what can we do to support them? To answer that, we first need to create space for teens and other young people. And when they do show up, listen to them. Hi, I'm Lindsay Maurice Walker, and today's Healthy Edit episode is about the power of Health Corps and how we show up, listen, and empower teens to make healthy changes for not only themselves, but their peers, families, and the greater community. Over the years, I've seen the power teens possess and the impact that they can have firsthand. I've worked in schools for seven years, earned my bachelor's in biochemistry and molecular biology, then continued to Cornell where I received my certification in nutrition and health sciences. Because I was so close in age to many of the high school students that I worked alongside, they felt really comfortable coming to me with many of their problems. I had a way of hearing them without judgment and ultimately gave them space to really just be themselves. As a result, my health course students in Ardmore, Oklahoma, became so involved in creating events and opportunities for their classmates that our health corps club quickly gained a lot of recognition and popularity on campus. My approach? Giving students the opportunity to design their school day based on their interests allows them to create individualized projects that support our health and wellness curriculum. For example, three of my students chose to use their interest in broadcast journalism to create a podcast on healthy teen relationships and dating. Another organized a field day for her classmates and another organized a bake sale to raise money for the local children's shelter. I mean, the list goes on. The underlying story is the impact each of these teens had firsthand on their own mental resilience and second, on their peers. Student engagement and attendance increased on days when their peers scheduled each of those activities. Truancy and low attendance have always been an issue at my school. However, having student-led activities that they were genuinely interested in gave them something to look forward to. Some students began talking about the bake sale and the field day, and they shared the podcast with their peers and invited them to attend our class on days that they were hosting those activities. My classroom quickly became a popular spot for kids to come and learn new things in a fun and related way. You know, I may be biased, but I absolutely love working with teens because they are the original influencers. I had a student named Shane who I worked with. Shane struggled with his weight. He struggled with his self-confidence and he didn't really engage with many of his peers outside of the classroom. Obesity and diabetes are two major issues in Southern Oklahoma that contribute to many preventable health issues for my students and their families. So helping Shane understand how to take control of his health would help him prevent future health problems. Shane would often stop by my office in the library during lunch or in between classes to talk about how frustrated he was about his weight or how isolated he felt. Until one day, I invited him to join the after-school health core cooking club. 
Immediately, Shane began to gravitate towards some of the other members in the club and took on more of a leadership role by inviting other kids, suggesting recipes, and helping me with the prep work needed to host the club. Shane really enjoyed the health core after-school cooking club, but prior to that, he had never been interested in cooking or what he ate. But by giving him the tools and the know-how, he became impassioned. The recipe that really grabbed his attention was zucchini noodles. He absolutely loved them. So much so that he went home and began cooking for his family. Not just zucchini noodles, but other fresh dishes. And amazingly, he lost 50 pounds that year the right way, cooking healthy food. But the success is how he loved the way it made him feel, physically and mentally. I recently caught up with Shane, who is now in college and working. And you know what? He still loves cooking and he looks amazing. Not only has he kept the weight off, but his family has lost weight too. Shane was inspired and changed the trajectory of his life, but more importantly, impacted his families. And it all started with the zucchini. A study was published last year in Frontiers in Psychology that showed positive physical and mental health benefits in adolescents when volunteerism was a part of their treatment for depression and anxiety. Some of the positive health benefits included in this study were, quote, reduced depression, increased positive emotions, reduced stress, and lower blood pressure. This publication breaks down all of the mechanisms associated with the power of giving back, aside from the obvious explanation that it feels good to help someone else. This is something we have known for years at Health Corps through our annual participation in the MLK Day of Service. During last year's event, over 180 student volunteers worked on 25 projects, with 70% of students reported feeling more motivated to collaborate with others to help improve the health of their campus or local community. One student commented, quote, Watching other people's struggle motivates me because it reminds me of what things I need to appreciate, and it also fuels me to make a difference. Participation helps our students' mental resilience and makes them more connected to their community. Health Corps is providing opportunities for service that fills the need of our schools, require hours of service to graduate. They ask if our club students can make these hours part of their requirement, and in schools without that requirement, Health Corps fills the gap by teaching volunteerism and offering opportunities for students. Studies have shown that without encouragement, students don't volunteer like they used to. And to some degree, I understand why. In many disadvantaged communities like ours, where people are fighting to meet their own needs, it's really hard to consider someone else's. However, that is when I think it is the best time to volunteer, especially for teenagers. The chief complaint I hear from teenagers nowadays is that nobody cares about them. From that perspective, why would you show up? Health Corps takes time to plug teens into their communities where they see people who can relate to what they are going through or help them through a tough time. Our students get perspective in learning things could be worse and realize that in their gifts, skills, and talents, they have something to offer. Anytime I'd take my students to the children or animal shelters for a couple of hours, it was just enough time for them to shift their attention off their current circumstances and onto someone else's. This gave them a sense of purpose and belonging. As the study outlined, 
students experienced positive physical as well as mental health changes. Their sense of self is less stressed. Their mindsets shift to be more positive and they begin to see themselves as part of a larger community. Whereas before, they were only concerned with themselves. A parent approached me recently and told me the change they saw in their child after taking part in the service project. The parent just beamed and said, thanks for doing this. It's a great reminder that everyone needs a hand up, not just a handout. And what's even more beautiful, the community at large begins to change as well. Amanda, the coordinator from the animal shelter here in Ardmore, loved getting 12 to 15 students to help clean and care for the animals because there really just isn't enough staff and support to meet demand. So it was mutually beneficial for everyone to volunteer. This influence can also become self-sustaining. As when I returned after graduate school, I was blessed to have a few of the same students who were my freshmen in health corps club now enroll as seniors in my leadership class. Discussing semester projects, they remembered their service days as a positive experience, cleaning cages, feeding and washing the animals, organizing the inventory, and playing with the cats and dogs at the animal shelter. Three of them asked to bring it back to their other classmates so that they could have the same experience. This time, these three students would lead our volunteer group at the local animal shelter on site, and the other kids loved it. That year, under their leadership, we donated 20 blankets to the children's shelter, made around 100 cards for Veterans Day, and we partnered with the student council to organize and facilitate a school-wide canned food drive. In addition to building their individual mental resilience, these students helped build the strength of 20-plus other students who aim to return each year to do service projects. This year, my student clubs in Bing, Oklahoma have sprung into action and are excited about the idea and have been planning a volunteer event at the local shelters for MLK Day of Service. One student said, and I quote, when you're able to help others, you feel good about yourself. Another said, quote, giving to others is good and makes people happy and the community better. These students and their peers at all of our health course sites are expanding their boundaries with the heart to give back and the capacity to impact their families and communities in huge ways through their leadership. They are more positive, less stressed, more engaged. All that was missing was a connection to the opportunity, which is where Health Corps Teens Make Health Happen mentorship program meets the need. If we want to help teens, we need to show up, listen, and work to empower them. Watch for stories of our success throughout the month on our social media. Learn more about our lessons on service through our website at healthcore.org. To end today's podcast, I'll share what my community is doing to improve their health. The high school students in Bing, Oklahoma are crafting a video to educate their community on the importance of mental health, what it is, and how to take care of it.